looking at seniors in college or people who are trying to figure out what they want to do, what yeah. advice totally. would you have? I have so much advice. Um, I've learned a lot. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Our guest today is Jenny Erie. My name is Molly Riedemann, and I'm a senior at Gonzaga University, and you're listening to Careers in Marketing, a Gonzaga podcast. Jenny's currently living in Seattle, so for the interview, we gave her a phone call. Hi, Jenny. This is Molly. Hi, Molly. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> we were wondering if you can just introduce yourself. Yeah, sure. So, um, my name is Jenny Erie. I am a uh, marketing communications manager at Microsoft. I graduated from Gonzaga in 2011. After graduating in 2011, Jenny spent time interning and volunteering in Florence, Italy. When she returned back to the States, she began working in the marketing department of a manufacturing company and then transitioned into working for an ad agency in Seattle. All of this experience led her to her current position as a marketing communications manager. Since a lot of us don't know what a marketing communications manager at Microsoft does, we asked Jenny to tell us a little more. I work for the cloud marketing group um, where we are responsible for marketing Microsoft's cloud products like Azure and Dynamics 365, among many others. Uh, specifically, I focus on social and blog strategy. Um, my team manages about 75 different social handles across Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and YouTube, and we also own uh, 20 different blog channels as well. Managing 75 social media handles and 20 blogs is a lot. When I asked Jenny to tell us about a typical day in her fast-paced environment, she described it in a way that sounded very familiar to us. A typical day for me is pretty crazy, but I always... um, it's a lot like going to school um so my calendar managing my calendar is um it's just crucial to my role every day um generally i'm in meetings between 9 a.m and probably like 3 or 4 p.m every day i also sometimes have like little breaks in between but um I'm in a lot of meetings to discuss just like various projects happening around the company, um, to discuss kind of how we're gonna just move the needle forward, to either analyze um, data from our audience and customers. I mean, it just, it really varies, um, but the reason why it's a lot like school is because during the core hours of my day, I'm generally sitting in meetings as you are all like sitting in class. And then there's always action items, always work to do, always um, 
homework, if you will. It's not called that at work, but, you know, um, just takeaways that you have to go and do from each one of those meetings. So, um, balancing your schedule and understanding time management is, is huge when working at Microsoft. Yeah, I think that's a super applicable analogy for us as students. (laughs) Time management is an essential skill both in and out of the workplace. Jenny emphasized the importance of finding a good work-life balance, and she gave us an example of a funny story that recently happened. One day, uh, my boss told me and my peers, she was like, okay, um, in our next team meeting, I want everyone to come and talk about what they do for work-life balance. That is like the easiest question she could have ever asked us. (laughs) Um, Normally, we are having to like crunch numbers and find, you know, analytical trends between developer audiences and IT professionals. So we were like, oh, cake, that's so easy. Normally, she's challenging (laughs) us way more. Um, So we all showed up to this meeting and we kind of went around the table and you know, one girl was like, I like to do yoga, and, like, another guy was like, I go hiking on the weekends, and, like, we all kind of shared really lame answers like that. The team's answers turned out to not quite be what her boss was looking for. In the meeting, she urged everyone to think more critically about the idea of work-life balance. She was like, you need to all be thinking much more about this. Um, She was like, you need to understand how to read your emotions and how to read what your body is telling you and what you need. She's like, if I've had a week where I am going from meeting to meeting to meeting and I've talked to what feels like a thousand people and there's a networking event after work and there's just like all these things going on where she just feels like she's being yanked from one corner to the other. She's like, I take my weekend to sleep in, hang out with my PJs around the house. Like, um, my husband and I, like, make a really delicious dinner, like, things like that. Wow, that's great. You can have conversations about that as a team. As a manager, is it hard for you to step away? Um, The hardest part about work-life balance in today's world is you are always available. Yes. Um, your cell phone has your email on it. Um, your cell phone has your um, also like Slack or whatever system you use to IM each other. Um, anyone has your phone number. Anyone can contact you at any time. It's just the fact of the matter. Um, something that I do and I've had to practice a lot and I'm training my team on doing is you have to set boundaries. As a manager, Jenny not only sets these boundaries for herself, she sets clear boundaries to respect and protect the people on her team. A large part of what I do is if we're running up against like a super tight deadline and someone is like, I need this tweet announcing some executive, announcing some big product launch, um, I need it to go out at 7 p.m. or 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. And I'm like, okay, and it's not getting finalized. You have to set timelines for people. And I always say, my team is contracted to work until 5 p.m. tonight. 
if there is anything that comes in after that, we can only address it until 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. So I have to be very good about like uh, giving people deadlines to me and like communicating my needs and what I need from others when they're asking a lot of me. Jenny attributes a lot of her opportunities to the strong network she has built through Gonzaga and through the workplace. We asked her to share some of her awesome networking guidance for students. In school, I, we were always told, like, your network is your most important, um, is your most important factor when looking for jobs, especially in business. And that honestly always intimidated me. Um, I grew up and I'm from a very rural, small um, town and area of Washington. And I did not have like the family connections um, in Seattle as, like some of my, my peers did. And I was very intimidated by that, but really all network means is really just like building solid relationships um, with people that you trust and and acting on those relationships and just helping each other out as kind of opportunities come and go. Um, it's definitely a two-way street. Um, I love, you know, I love that I can go back and make connections so then I can you know make connections build a network and if I need to hire somebody or you know one of my peers at work needs to hire somebody that I can go back um, into kind of my pipeline of people and just ask around and see if anyone's looking for that next opportunity and it's super valuable and really it just building and creating relationships and connections and um, finding ways in which you can both help each other out. As a student, the idea of networking can seem really complicated, but Jenny had some concrete advice on how to break out of your comfort zone and build strong relationships in the workplace. It was clear that she places a great emphasis on the quality of the bonds she creates. She also gave us a tip Diversify the work events you attend. I would go on company outings to like Sounders games to get to know everybody. I would um, be super present in showing up to various workshops and um, just even if it was just any opportunity I could to just be present and develop relationships, I really leaned in and I went out and and did that and I think that benefited me immensely and I think it's a huge benefit especially for someone early on in their career um it's super easy you know if there's like and this will be very much a reality for many of for both of you and any other students listening but there'll be opportunities like happy hours on a Friday night for work and if you're someone like me, I'd honestly probably rather be at home and, like, watching TV and relaxing, but I had to really force myself out of my comfort zone to um, attend 
events like that and to honestly just socialize and and truly like make friendships um, within the company. I and then with that came um, naturally and just very organically. I um, had had gained a lot of mentors. Speaking of mentors, Jenny is a great mentor herself. As a member of the Zags Connect initiative on campus, Jenny has experience guiding current Gonzaga students as they prepare to take on the next steps in their journeys. When we asked Jenny if she had any advice to give to our listeners, she was more than up to the task. I think um, a big thing is just like listening to your needs and your wants and just being understanding who your authentic self is and just acting on that, knowing what your personal values are. Like, I had to literally do an exercise to figure that out. Um, and it really all that meant is I just had to take the time to reflect and and figure out my personal values and then understand. And then that way I could better find, like, roles or companies that were better suited for me. Um, so I think it's just really, like, being reflective of that, understanding your authentic self, and then making decisions that are aligned with all of that. Um, the other big one for me um, that I've learned since graduating is making decisions not just to, like, land the one job or land the one company, but, like, think about the trajectory of where that's going. We have super long we have many, many years of, like, working and our career path ahead of us. Um, so it's important to just be very, very forward-thinking and intentional in your decisions. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, before it was all about landing this one role. I'm going to work my butt off so I can land this one job. And then you get to that one job and you're like, okay, but where do I go from here now? So you need to understand, like, what your trajectory is going to be and what the next step is going to be once you land that one job. It's more, and as tacky as it sounds, it's more about a journey than a destination. Um, Luckily, we work in a world in business um, and in tech that there's a lot evolving, there's a lot of innovation, there's a lot of new things popping up, so we're not so that, that, like, linear path of climbing the corporate ladder is not as relevant anymore. We are in an economy that allows us to kind of bounce around and explore what we want to learn more about, where we want to grow, which is amazing. So just keep that in mind. Take opportunities that will give you growth and progress and... Um, In the ever-changing business environment, diversity and inclusion are increasingly important. When we asked Jenny about some specific advice for new graduates interviewing for their first job, she had some awesome tips for what to do and what not to do. A lot of especially big companies are making huge strides in the diversity and inclusion um, as as big initiatives and they're especially at a company like Microsoft it's involved in 
everything that we do. So my advice would be um, do your research about a company, and if they do have a big stance on diversity and inclusion, one, you probably would want to work there because that's an amazing um, an amazing culture and and thing to, to be a part of, but to understand like what are inclusive behaviors, what do those look like, and try to exert those in in interviews and um, and when you're and when you're meeting with people because I'm gonna be completely honest, like I've had to go through that learning process myself in the workplace and um, it's it's super beneficial just to everyone no matter what area of business you're in. Jenny pointed out that Microsoft's commitment to diversity and inclusion is a huge reason she loves the company and the projects she does there. Could you walk us through um, briefly a project that you worked on at Microsoft that was exciting for you? Um, yes, there are so many. Easily my favorite one that we do every year. Um, we do a campaign on social and it's called Fuel My Awesome. And it's basically, we go out there on social, on Twitter, and we ask our audience, ask our followers um, on one specific handle. It's our Microsoft Azure handle on Twitter. And a lot of our audience members are like developers, engineers, you know, very like tech enthusiasts. And we say, okay, you are working every day what and we say like what fuels your awesome meaning like what gets you up and running in the morning what excites you about being a developer what are your passions about your job and they simply just like take pictures and say like oh, every morning i make this awesome cup of coffee in my fancy crazy like coffee machine <laughs> or um, some people are like oh my dog or some there was one guy who, like, had a rubber ducky collection in his office. I don't even know. <laughs> but he was just like, my rubber ducky collection. And so um, we select winners or, like, our favorite responses. And then what we do is we contact them, get their, um, like, address, obviously in a way that is, like, legal um, and <laughs> with privacy involved. But... Um, get their address, and we send them a customized, what we call, like, box of swag. So we send them, like, this box, and it's just, like, for the rubber ducky guy, we sent him, like, a ton of rubber duckies, um, and then we also just send a ton of, like, like a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a water bottle, like, things like that with some of the Azure branding on it that they can keep. Okay. And then generally what they do with that is they videotape it, take pictures of it, and then repost it online or share it on YouTube or something like that. And then yeah. then we can see, like, it's just so fun because we're interacting so closely with our customers, with our audience, um, in a really, really fun, like, personal way. So I know mm -hmm. Microsoft has huge diversity and inclusion. Um, Initiatives, how does that align with your personal values and beliefs? Uh, yeah, that's such a good question. And that's something that um, anyone who is 
you know, in the job market needs to, I think, be super mindful of. Um, um, so luckily, Microsoft, you know, they their mission as a company is to, well, okay, I know that, to empower every person, an organization on the planet to achieve more. Um, so a big initiative has been diversity inclusion in the workplace. So like, we need to hire people that, we need to hire our customers. We need to hire like across all races, ethnicities, gender, sexuality, all of it. Because those like perspectives, those point of views, like that, that diverse opinion is only gonna help us show up to our customers and talk and relate to our customers that much more. Um, so it goes both ways. It's from an internal perspective and then from like an external perspective as marketers. Um, our biggest kind of thing right now is to make all of our content and products accessible to all. Um, I think the biggest example of that is the Xbox commercial from last year's Super Bowl with the um, with the controller that they made for um, kids with like varying kids and people with varying capabilities, and so um, that is just like one of the many initiatives going on inside the company right now, and that is something that um, it's like diversity inclusion they recently hired a whole group of people to address this and it's something that I've had to honestly learn a ton about learn about allyship learn about advocacy um and it's just so interesting to me and it totally aligns with my personal values because you know tech can the fast-paced world of tech you can be really overwhelming but what we're trying to do is get back to that kind of like human element and that is amazing and the way that we can interact with our customers the way that we can empower people who didn't have a voice before in the workplace is just like very rewarding and very it's just amazing on all different levels In closing, we asked Jenny to tell us how her time at Gonzaga impacts her life and her career today. <sighs> okay, it's going to be hard to yeah. answer because I like forgot the ethos statement or no. whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but for me, and this is just my personal experience, um, <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I gained with my experience at Gonzaga, aside from a super diverse, like dynamic, awesome education, um, is the community aspect. I have relationships that I've created and built um, at GU that are still um, still strong today, and um, it those relationships in that community has really, really helped me in my career all the way over here in Seattle, and that has been huge. 
And so, like, understanding, taking that community feeling and also instilling it in my relationships that I create at Microsoft, at Rational, and all these other things, um, or all these other places and moments in my life has been super helpful. Um, the education piece is also really huge. Um, I never thought I would say this, but yes, like taking the religion classes, taking the philosophy classes, it totally helps. And I think about, and I, as much as I, and I'll be completely honest, did not love philosophy. I was much more geared to like my finance and econ and, um, less just math classes, I guess in general, where like there was a formula and it was just very easy where like philosophy is on the other end of the spectrum. But I think about a lot of the stuff that I've learned in the classes, like shockingly daily in my life, even, you know, after being almost 10 years out of, of GU. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's a great experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. I think that's um, all we have for you right now, but thank you so much. We cool. are really so appreciative yeah. of your time. Our time with Jenny taught us important lessons about networking and the value of creating organic connections with the people around us. Jenny urged us all to take advantage of the awesome connections through GU and reflect more on the trajectory of our future. There is a long career path ahead, and if we embrace the opportunities for growth like Jenny has, there is a lot to be excited about. Today's episode was produced and edited by Eilish Smith. Music courtesy of Music Box Licensing. Download other episodes on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.